I do not believe that Ray finds ever eaten a taco. I see something about him. It's just like <laughs> you never, never had, had a taco, taco in her life. Ever. Like, <laughs> You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Spooky Squad. Spooky Squad. Happy New Year, Spooky Squad. It is the new year. I've... Is it too late to still, uh, when this drops, I know people have a very specific parameters in which you can say Happy New Year. I think the first week. I think the first week should just be universal. I think it's yeah. until you remember to write down 2023, uh, like when you have to date things. Mm. And that could, I know, yeah. that could be mm-hmm. like a couple weeks. I'm still fucking that up. I had to sign a bunch of like health waivers. I made like all of my doctor's appointments and I'm like, um, probably signed it for 2022. I don't know. <laughs> That's for them to figure out. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm good. I'm good and tired. You're tired. I, it's not like I'm doing a lot, but everything is just so compacted. Like, so certain days there's like no breathing room and then like, and then I'll have free time and I'm like, how can I fill this? Like today I had a rehearsal cancel and then I'm like, cool. This means I'll have time to film something for this like sketch I need to do with a guy for this show coming up. So, Mm. but it's good. I'd rather, cause it's busy with things i adore like i'm doing a sondheim cabaret i can't like outright say that because i saw that (laughs) on instagram and i'm so mad that i don't live in chicago anymore so i was like oh my god like i would so well i mean i'm assuming you'd let me do it but i'm like i would just show up i'm like (laughs) yeah i wouldn't (laughs) i wouldn't have invited you but left like a five minute opening for when you inevitably just showed up anyway yeah and seeing send in the clowns that's on the bill I mean, maybe Someone's doing who knows. It. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's like a requires a lower register, which is why I would sing it. Because I'm like, this is I can sing that. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sondheim. I can't sing most Sondheim. <laughs> hey, same. Same. It's too many syllables. Yeah. <laughs> like, usually. Someone. Pick, do you know Getting Married Today? Oh, my God. Someone's doing that one. Yeah. And I was going through it because there are three. As a duet? Yeah. Well, it's. A, yes. Well, it's, it's three people but, actually in in the show but like you could you could do it as a duet actually yeah and the person doing all the patter stuff um before like when i was doing all the ca- like trying to fill out the casting i'm like oh and i didn't know that tune so i'm like listening to it i'm like oh shit this is hard it is crazy it's one of my favorite i love to watch youtube videos of just like different um singers and actors doing it because it's like it's so hard one of my favorite videos in the world on youtube is sondheim um back in like the 80s he would do these like master classes with like um like musical theater students and he there's one where he i can't remember the name of the woman but i tweeted about it because it's like she does the you know the the pitter patter part and the bride and it's him just looking at her longingly because she's nailing it and she's so good. And it's like, chills when I think about it. Because the way his, his face lights up, just like looking at her like, yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, I'm good. <laughs> I love it. But that song is hard. So good luck to break legs to whoever decided to take that on. Because yikes. Yeah, it'll be a cute surprise. But what about you? I mean, but it's when someone can do it, it's great to see. Oh, yeah. It's great to see. She's so killing it. I hope they it. do 
They kill it. Yeah. Um, me, I am doing a lot better. Listener, Spookies, I, I've just been, I'm mixing up <laughs> the two podcast names. Listener, yeah. I don't know. I call the Degrassi podcast people listener and then this, I don't know. Anyway, um, we, we get it. You, you have multiple lot. avenues. I'm just building my body of work. Um, I'm I'm definitely feeling a lot better. I know we've promised so much on this podcast, but I think we will be able to deliver this year because uh, finally my life has like slowed down significantly, which initially was very strange experience. Given like honestly, like the past two years, my life has just been like full of just stuff, good and bad. That now I'm like, oh wow, there's like really nothing to do and similar to you I'm now feel like feeling that pressure to fill it with like creative stuff because I've had to put so many things on hold that I definitely have been feeling very restless of like you know um getting back in those podcasts especially um took a break from Degrassi as well but the difference is I also had a network so it was like a little bit more like I felt mm-hmm. like I need I do need to start doing this again um but uh definitely f- feeling like you know not good in neglecting the things that I like to do, but now being able to jump back in. So like yesterday I did um, an open mic. Today I'm doing two. So I'm like, I'm just going to go full-fledged and do all the things that I want to do. And that bring me joy. So I'm feeling cautiously optimistic. That's my attitude this year. Just like, you know what? I feel good about things, but the universe has kicked my ass a lot. We love tentative optimism. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've i never understood optimism and putting things into the universe more than I have the last couple months because your boys started being like, I'll buy lottery tickets when they hit like obscene amounts. And, you know, like mm-hmm. they've gotten up to like the upper hundreds of millions and like hit that billion point. And I was just like, this is my time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm the only one that'll think this, but it's my time. Hey, if it's your time, I hope you kick a little bit of that over this way. Not a lot. Just let me hold a few you thousand. Greedy piece of shit. You act like also I didn't make a spreadsheet of people that I could give a million dollars to. And you were like in the first five, obviously. Yay. Oh, yeah, Goody, yeah, thank it's you. crazy. It's insane. If you win hundreds of millions of dollars, you can make a hundred millionaires, and you're still fucking loaded. I don't know how rich people don't just give away their money. Um, I love that. Yes, um, a big but. I, well, I was gonna say a lot of other my student loans, but like I don't know yet because it's been two years. They still haven't made us pay. So I'm like, I'm sitting. I'm waiting on that. Have I would pay immediately. If like someone maybe, tweeted and they were like, it's like we well, yeah, it's like student loans haven't been paid for going on three years. They're fine. <laughs> No, but seriously, I'm like, you clearly, listen, as someone who has been in a situation where someone borrowed money from me, I'm like, I need that money back. You clearly don't need it back. Yeah. Because I would be hit, I would be knocking your door like a week after like, um, <laughs> running my check. Like, yo, like my, my light's about to go off. Like you need to give me my money. <laughs> Dude, bringing you your check, you know where else you get brought checks? Where, Andrew? Um, Restaurants restaurants why would you say that oh i just i'm just famished and i've just been looking at a ton of the menus (laughs) (laughs) you were onto something then it failed but it's okay thank you sonique it was intentional (laughs) 
No, I love it. Um, this month we are doing New Year newish releases. This one is a very fresh release, but we do have a few that I think we're gonna do that are have been out for a little bit, but we're gonna we're gonna squeeze them in there too. But we're kicking off with the menu, which just came out like um I think on the sixth. Yeah, hella new. Yeah, it, at least on HBO Max. It was it it was at like TIFF in September. And it got like a release date actually in theaters. But I think most people have really started watching it like this weekend because it was on HBO Max. Um, the Menu, which was directed by Mark Mylod. Mylod? Yeah. Mylod? Um, I looked him up a little bit because I'll admit that I was not familiar. But he's done actually a lot of television, directing a lot of television. And it's only done four movies, which I was like, wow, this is shocking. Um, but it stars Ray Fiennes, Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicholas Holt, Hong Chow, um, Janet McTeer, Reed Burney, Judith Light, and John Leguizamo. I have to read all these names because it is like a en- semi-ensemble situation, and I feel like everybody plays a very important role in this movie. You know, like ingredients in a dish. Every Dude, mise en place, am I right? Mise en <laughs> Have you ever watched Worst Cooks in America? No. No, I have not. I love it's like I so I love I love cooking shows. Um, Evan is very big on cooking. I actually watched the movie with him because like he likes he doesn't like horror, but he likes horror comedy and he loves food and he loves like this pretentious shit. So I was like, you're That's gonna love this. What and I said to it. Alana, I was like, this isn't that. And you know, she thinks because she was like, it's in a restaurant and horror. Obviously, there's cannibalism, and I was like, you would be. I was surprised. <laughs> Yeah, I went into expecting cannibalism, but just sorry to go back. Worst Cooks in America, there it's a show just like really bad cooks. Later seasons are worse because like it's very clear they're like faking it. And earlier seasons is like people who just are cannot cook for life for their life, and they teach them how to cook and like it's a competition. But there's one season with this like gay man, this black gay man who is amazing, and he learns the word mise en place. And he's just, he's like from the South too. So he'll be like, mise en place. And whenever I see that word right here, I just think, mise en place. <laughs> That's so stupid. It's so stupid, it. but like, I love it. But um, yes. So basic premise is that these folks go to this remote island to have this dining experience um, created by a uh, like world-renowned chef, um, Julian Slowick. Um, but then some spooky things start to happen after they arrive. I like and can- not ca- and not cannibalism. Yeah, I not ca- not as cannibalism. I and then like this doesn't really ruin anything because uh, we'll mm. go into it. But like based on the commercials, I just thought it. Did you ever have to read the short story, The Most Dangerous Game? Yes, I start. I that was my other my first thought actually. So that's what I thought. I was just like, oh interesting and then uh Mm -hmm. an interesting take on like aspects of it but then not at all (laughs) so yeah and i i appreciated that actually because when i started i was like are we gonna do like let me guess they're gonna hunt the people and then like serve them like when they they do kind of like a misdirect when they go into the smokehouse and like it's probably people right the smoked peat the smoked meat is people (laughs) um (laughs) But it wasn't either, and I was pleasantly surprised that it like just went away from like I think what everyone 
I actually saw a few tweets this morning of people being like, I thought it was going to be like cannibalism. And I'm, 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 I'm happy because like, you know, it's a little on the nose, the whole like eat the rich thing. So I'm happy yeah. it was not cannibalism at all. Um, so um, are we ready to jump into this, this lovely film? Yes, please. Okay. So um, it, well, first things first, one of my favorite things that this movie does is that it just immediately jumps into it. We're not yeah. wasting time with, oh, we're going to do this. No, it's like we're just there. Yeah. We're waiting at this at this dock for a boat. We meet Margot and her date, Tyler, who are going to get on a boat to go to Hawthorne, which is this very exclusive restaurant on this, like, island. It's very, like, secretive, like, what happens there. But you go there, and you're going to have this, like, amazing, like, multi-course tasting menu Um when I watched this, I related to this because it's some shit that I would do. Because I don't spend a lot of money in my life, but I will spend a lot of money on food and like experiences. At and twelve like, grand dope. a head, I'm, if I, I can't had bring myself, grand, I'm like I would do it. I can't bring myself to do the four hundred Alinea thing. But all I could think about was like all the Alinea shit. Watching this, yes, one. <laughs> it, it's incredibly like, um, and I think it's why Evan loved it so much because it's it pretty much scratched like every weird little hobby itch he has because it's like there's a lot of like um the food is very grant Atkins, who does who is you know the chef from alinea um there's all these interstitials with the dishes and it's chef's table basically it is and it like always it's, says in the corner what it is like it does like yes. the shot of just the dish so you can see what uh-huh. it is and you're just like i'm watching a fucking cooking show <laughs> It, and it, it'll say, like, table. appetizer course. It'll say first course, like, across the screen. And you're like, okay. It was I've, so, like, it was cool. I loved it. It was cool and it was funny because it's like, okay, like, you, almost immediately you kind of, you catch on to the game. Pretty much, not the not the big reveal, but, like, the just the game of it. Like, okay, so we're, we're definitely trying, you know, kind of poking fun at these really hyper, you know, pretentious sort of, like, the idea that people take something and he and the chef makes a comment like I cook for you that just turns to shit in your gut. Yeah. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> and it's a very over the top experience that only really rich people can can do. So they're gonna go to this island and we see some of the other guests arriving on the ship. And um Tyler is basically um it's very clear for Ariana that Margo's not really this excited about it. She's like not really into this type of stuff. So then Tyler in an interesting way as it, he, he plays our kind of like the audience. Well, Margo's the audience surrogate, and Tyler kind of does a little of the exposition. As people are coming in, he's pointing out, like, okay, there's this lady, Lillian, who's this, like, food critic, and he, like, recognizes her. And she's there with her with her editor. There's, like, a wealthy couple, one of which is played by Judith Light, which I was very excited to see. <laughs> and then the bros, just, like, you know, uh-huh. you're, like, finance bros, that they're just, like, doing it for the clout. Exactly. And because they have finance the money. Bros. Yeah. Exactly. They're doing it because they have the money. There's this like movie star, like kind of like John Leguizamo. <laughs> John Leguizamo <laughs> pops up as like this like washed up movie star with his assistant. And um I think it's everybody who gets on the boat. Yeah. Right. So then um we're we're kind of being uh introduced to this world by the mater D of the restaurant, Elsa, whose outfit I was like, I want that. It's like, it was almost like this weird. It was giving like, 
like 1850s like with the the sleeves and like with the collar I, something about what she had on i was just like i, I was intrigued and i was like i want that outfit <laughs> like i want the outfit i will cut myself bangs i'll put a little top knot and like walk around this this fit <laughs> creepily nothing is stopping you <laughs> i want just like a victorian child is what i'm saying <laughs> papa um so <laughs> So they go out to this island, and she's she's giving them a tour of, like, the grounds. Yeah. And it's just, you know, up until now, right, it's just very... And she's, like... And she made a big deal, too, when Margot got on off the ship. Because they were like, oh, you're not, you're not who is supposed to be here. And then right. that's when Tyler's like, oh, yeah, there was a change of dates. So then you're just like... And then it kind of makes Tyler a little endearing in the moment because you're just like, oh, like he bought this for his other relationship, but now he's out of it. But he wanted to treat this person to this experience. And we're like, that's right. so nice of you, Tyler. Which is what I thought. I was like, oh, like awkward for for both of them, but also like, well, I mean. Yeah. And, you know, it was right. It was I was watching this with a friend and she was like, oh, my God, this is so relatable. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. I mean, how many people have met someone and you know started making six month reservation plans, plans yeah. and reservations, or like, oh, we're going to take this trip, and then you break up, and now you just have like two tickets to Bermuda. Yeah, and who's going to go with me? <laughs> exactly. So, and some weird occasions, people I know someone who actually like still went with their ex, and I was like, interesting. But yeah. It was weird. It was awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't do that again. <laughs> oh, like, I hated it. Um, anyway, so, um, and we get that misdirect, obviously. She's doing the grounds. She takes us to the smokehouse, and it's like, there's smoked meat, and I was like, oh, that's definitely people, and it, it's, it turns out we it's have that, probably not. It's just actually meat. We have that nice moment, too, like, because the bros, and I do like that the bros are holy bros. Like, they're just shitheads the entire time and they're just like oh yeah they're like we aged this meat for like a hundred and like fifty four days or whatever the number was and the guy's like oh like what happens if we uh, have it uh, on the hundred fifty third day does all hell break loose and she's just like well the it's like the bacteria would probably attack your bloodstream and then she just goes into what would happen and it's like and causing you to expire so yes I guess all hell would break loose and she's just like smiling deadpan while she's delivering this line i'm like oh man you're creepy as hell <laughs> yes it's they're all very creepy um you can definitely tell that the director was inspired by midsomar because it is there's actually a few shots that kind of mirror it like later on when we finally meet the chef he's standing in like underneath like a like a triangle sort of like window and it's like it looks very midsomar like it also helps like, that like this. once they're in the thick of it like because there's like forest on this mini island and all their shits in cabins they're like we sleep it's like all the workers sleep everyone sleeps here and they're just like cots next to each other in this bunkhouse like open toilets and shit like a jail cell (laughs) and then (laughs) and then there's the main cabin which is chefs and no one's allowed in there and i'm like okay like so we're definitely we're very i mean at some point fucking like <laughs> fine dining is culty as hell <laughs> on like I mean, every yeah. every every aspect of it right either like the from the the kitchen side the wait staff side and the goers <laughs> you know it's just i mean yeah it's i think 
I like that there's um, there's a lot to be said about this movie. I think obviously as we get as we get into it, it definitely is more of I think the majority of it is kind of like a class sort of commentary. But there's also other parts like like this sort of like the world of you know haute cuisine and like, yeah it it is like it is i felt you feel torn because someone who like, enjoys that kind of stuff it's like yeah it is kind of silly like that we're really like that we're doing like we're, we're this obsessed over like it's just it's food. and that's like tyler <laughs> and i say all this like like my dad's a chef I I used to want to be a chef until I realized it's just fucking hard and awful. So hard. And, <laughs> but I was just, you know, and I I loved being, like, I watched, oh God, what was it, on Bravo. It was Top Chef, right? Uh-huh, Top Chef. I would watch Top Chef. I loved it. Like, all the cooking shows. I mean, I've kind of fallen off watching them now. But the point is, like, I loved all that shit, but I'm still, like, what, like the, the Tyler character like the I need to take pictures and he knows like oh this thing like uh, like the this thing jet, like this which and, like, Evan pal- also knew and yeah I was just like, like he's like I, I immediately I was like you know this guy is like you right and he's like no he's not next scene Paco Jet and he's like I know what a Paco Jet is <laughs> like, and I watched like, that movie and I still don't remember what it is see and I'm just like <laughs> like I feel we all genuinely know that person some of us are married to that person <laughs> I will say well, Evan until, is much he's, he's better than Ty- yeah, <laughs> but in the realm of like foodie, and also can cook. Yeah, so it's okay. Like yeah, yeah, difference. a they huge difference. Which that scene was, I honestly like, was so hard to watch for oh, some reason. Yeah, because you just kind of knew what was it coming. Made me itch. Like I was just like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. Like I hate this. Um, I hate seeing people like be bad at something in front of a lot of people. It's just like it's like watching when you watch bad stand up. It's just kind of like. Oh. Where to look like this is so uncomfortable. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um. So yeah. So they finally get into the restaurant, and the night begins, and we meet Julian, who's played by um, Ray Fiennes, who is just expertly cast. Like he- Ray Fiennes is just—he is so creepy to me, but like, but incredibly refined. He. Like- <laughs> what's also too is like the bit for his character is like you know he grew up doing like fast food cooking but he was from iowa <laughs> and i'm just like it's like yeah Vold- I have a hard time believing voldemort that from, iowa. from iowa <laughs> like not even just because i know like, ray fines has played so many of really a vast number of characters but looking at this man i'm like this man's not from iowa like i just like this man is european like clearly yeah like, he, he's spanish from europe like, but it's also very <laughs> funny too just because like you know you know him so you're just kind of like it kind of feeds into it. Like, you would, like, there's nothing about that accent that says Iowa, and you're just Wait, like, you became pretentious. But I swear there was also a part, and I don't know if I misheard it, where Growing he up in, where he's from. He says, like, Budapest or something. So I was like... Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Like, is he from... Where is he from? Yeah, like, he's, he's, like, growing up was, as a child Tommy from... Zoe, yeah. Tommy Wiseau of, like, of, of cookery, cookery. just, like... I'm from Iowa, and it slips in, like, Bucharest, and I'm like, That's it. wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I heard that. You didn't say that earlier. So who knows? I don't know. From a man of an indeterminate origin, he, he comes in, and he, like, he gives this monologue about, you know, I don't want you to eat. I want you to relish, to all of the, all of the all fucking the pretentious words yeah. people use for just, like, you want me to eat, man? Like, <laughs> I... 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll it, do it slowly for you if you want me to. I'll and do it's, it. And it's like the first, like, it's, it's like, you know, it's like this. It's like scallops that were harvested when you came in, sat on top of rocks from the island with plants picked from the shores with iced, like, jellified seawater that will melt and flavor the dish. And I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. This is beautiful. I'm like, oh, it's gorgeous. He reminds me a lot of, um, I actually have, I got in this cookbook for, I think, for Christmas, like years ago. Magnus Nilsson is a chef chef who does this. He's from Norway or Sweden. I think it's Norway. And he has an experience like this. But he had to go to this like cabin, like remote part. Isn't that in Chef's Table? It's on Chef's Table. And he does like the... Like, oh, like he like cooks outside and he like, oh, it's a specific soil that makes the moss and you put the moss and you do the thing. And it's like, it's so over the top, but also it's so like, I don't know, that kind of shit is just fascinating to me. I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> you did oh. sure to do a lot for those scallops. <laughs> yeah, right. Can't wait to eat them. Well, I can't, but <laughs> can't wait to see other people eat them. I do also Which like. My, my next thought was like, would he? He wouldn't make accommodations for dietary restrictions, would he? No, no, truly. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're allergic to rocks? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I'm not welcome to, at Hawthorne. Do you like to, uh, I don't know if this has happened yet in the, but like, because Margot, like we've said, is like that the, the lay person, like, oh, whatever, I eat, you know, I don't, I don't care about this. Mm-hmm. But she's just like, why do you care? <laughs> and he's, and Tyler's just like, I've seen like every episode of Chef's Table like eight times. I like did like blah blah. It's like some people care about musicians and like athletes. He's like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. It's just a fucking like dead pig skin and a fucking ukulele. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) He's like, these people work with like the precipice of life and death. And I was just like, damn, that ukulele comment though was very funny to me. (laughs) It was very funny. Um, and also just like, yeah, I, but you know, even though Tyler is ridiculous, that line did resonate. Cause I'm like, I, I feel that way sometimes too. Like not like, oh, they were at the precipice of life or death, but like, yeah, I don't know. Something, there's something about when you eat a really good, let's say like a steak and it's like, wow, you know, this animal was killed to be made into food, but I appreciate that you put so much love and effort into it. So it almost makes the death of the animal a little less squicky because it's like at least you respected the product you know um it's something really sad when you see someone like i don't know takes something, something died for and then like make it terribly it's like well, the <laughs> fucking thing died for nothing this dry ass piece of meat like <laughs> this is disrespectful <laughs> like have have some respect at least but anyway so um so yes yeah, so the the course start coming out the funniest in my opinion was the no bread <laughs> Yeah, that was that is something because like Tyler was eating literally, but like he was eating it up, and Margo was like, "I'm not gonna eat this." Like what? Because it's sauces. It was yeah. just condiments. It was yeah, and I like to like I bet the sauces were really good, but that is like the kind of pretentious thing where I'm like, like conceptually, I'm like, what a brilliant thought. What like mm-hmm. what nice thoughts you had to come to this. I mean, you're an artist. You appreciate that oh that I, yeah the, as someone that goes into the thought but when you get the thing and it's like yeah and i mean i wholly get it you know like i played new music <laughs> like uh, i mean like contemporary shit so like 
I was like, this is the hardest thing. And it's like, no, no, no. Like every like beat is like a regurgitated cycle from like five measures ago. And then it all loops into blah, blah, blah. And then a friend listening is like, it just sounded like a bunch of bleep bloops. I don't know. Right. And yeah. I'm like, you're allowed to think that. And both that. are valid. <laughs> yeah. And, but but and just both one are, hurts my objective. feelings more. <laughs> Which is what we get to later. Well, yes, because then I think this is also the first point of real um, of real tension is the no bread because he brings them nothing except for some sauces, some aiolis, which is, are just mayonnaises. Um, <laughs> once again. Because um, everyone starts he, flipping out. Yeah, because then, like people are like, well, some of them are like the the food critic. She's like, ah, she's like, oh, he's, uh, she's she's bullshit. loving it. <laughs> she's and she has this like sycophantic like uh, editor who's like everything she says. She's like, uh huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> agrees with everything she says. But then the finance bros are the ones who the are bros. like, just they're get, not. Just give me some it. bread. Like give me some bread. Like and we find out that they they work for this um angel investor of the restaurant so in their minds they think they own this restaurant basically so they're like yeah just bring us bread like, <laughs> i know i know the out. owner i know the owner vibes hard yeah yes very um well okay, let's talk about about the different characters too because they all have these it's kind of like they're so it's like the finance bros are you know i know the owner types you have the food critic who's just like this you know she she cuts down these i don't think she cuts yeah yeah she does what a critic does, which is to criticize, but then it's like you're just as pretentious as the artist you're yeah. criticizing. So she's kind of like that type. You we have... have like this wealthy couple, married couple, but they're like there's always like a weird tension. They like they mention their daughter and, and they like, keep that looking Margo looks like yeah, at, like her and it's just like this weird I'm like did she die? Like, yeah. And then there's a random that? old woman that we Who just keeps drinking. Just keeps drinking. <laughs> Like me vibes. I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, girl. I just be in the corner, just like tossing back wine all night. And then there's also the the wash up director, actor, um, actor yeah. whose assistant is is applying for another job. She's the they're, it's kind of like a farewell dinner they're having. Yeah. She's leaving him finally, and he also is like a name drop type. You know, it's how he got them into this situation too. You know, claiming to like, he, oh, I know the chef, and like, you know, doing that, right. that song, song and dance. So, yes, yeah, so we have this like first bit of tension over this no bread, and um, it was a beetle the bros, because that's when we get the maitre d leaning in, and it's like, can you bring in bread? They're like, no, and then it's like, well, you know who our boss is, and it's like, it's like you know who we work with. It's like I know who you work for, and she's like not having it, and then no. she leans in to like the lead douche bro and it was just what does she say she's like you'll eat more you will eat less than, than you desire and more than you deserve yeah and i'm like fuck i was like what the fuck does that mean so then another okay so the other thing i'm thinking is like oh okay maybe it's like a supernatural thing like i was thinking maybe they'll be like trapped on the island and they're just forced to eat and eat and eat that's what i thought was gonna happen i was like okay it's so like this is definitely a type of movie that when you watch you like um it forces you to you, you're very intently watching because i'm like i want to know like what is the what is the secret yeah like, what is going on here <laughs> like are they just fucking with these people like what is the deal so she says that and that's just kind of like a okay creepy line but like what does that mean i'm trying to figure it out um right so and then tyler um, tries to and this and that's when tyler tries to grab margo's non-bread plate and then knocks over some wine glasses right. and then mm-hmm. that's when chef is like, I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we don't, um, who are you? 
Yeah, he's just asking her who she is, and she keeps saying her name, and he's like, no, but, like, who are you? Like, he's, he, at first I'm thinking, like, oh, because she's not the person that was supposed to come, but it's very clear that he's like, no, you're not who you say you are. So then it's like, okay, so is, again, I'm, my mind's working. I'm like, is Margo, like, right? Like, is she, like, competition? Like, what? <laughs> competition. Like, is she the competition? Like, what? Is she, like, a secret critic? Like, a, a secret, like, shopper? Like, who is a secret Margo? shopper. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, is she, like, a secret shopper here? Like, what's the tea? But, like, it's, but that's where we also start to, you know, it's, like, we're, it's just raising suspicion about this Margo character. And I'm like, honestly, at this point, I'm like, I don't know who to trust. Because I'm thinking, like, okay, Margo's our protagonist and we're following her. But I'm like, is she, like, the villain? Like, what is she going to do here? I don't fucking get it. But shit starts to basically turn when he brings out this taco. He tells a story. <laughs> taco Tuesday in Iowa. Taco it's Tuesday. You think it's going to be so weirdly like he's going to try and make this pedantic story. Also, I'm sorry. I do not believe that Ray finds ever eaten a taco. I she's like about him. He's <laughs> just like, you never, never had, had a taco, taco in life. Ever. <laughs> like, ever. I don't, can, can you imagine him eating anything that's like with his hands? I, I imagine someone has fed him a taco. <laughs> I think at this point in his life, someone's fed him a taco. He he, yeah, he himself would never pick one up. Oh no 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 no. Or he would eat it weird. I had a friend who would eat it with um, a fork. No, but she had never had a taco before, and she was like twenty something. And I was like, Where was she from? How? She if grew it's a- up in. In New York City. Oh, that's insane. And it was insane. very shocking. I was like, how? But I guess she's never had a taco. So we went out for tacos and she ate the taco in the most peculiar way because I feel like the normal thing is you hold it upright and then you, you turn your head. Yeah. She turned it to fit. She her. turned it more like a sandwich and like ate it. I was just like, interesting. Like, you it's an alien. Taco, so it's an know? alien eating a taco. Yeah, like you've never eaten one, so you wouldn't. It wouldn't occur to you to keep it upright and then move your head, like she just like, turned it like a sandwich. And that is, and I was just like, what? that's interesting. So that's how Ray Fiennes eats tacos. Yeah, he, he he. But what's weird is he eats every taco like it's the first time. Mm-hmm. Just sandwich taco. You could tell him like, hey, actually, you do it like this, and he's like, no, <laughs> no, that's way. not that's not the way that happens. Just and I'm like, okay. But I'm, like, not, I'm not gonna tell Ray finds anything twice. He says he does. He does it that way. I'm like, okay, that's yeah, because he'll give you another fucking bonkers ass story about Taco Tuesday about yeah. his abusive dad potentially. I don't know because you know, like, but it, also like the alcoholic mother and also alcoholic father. Oh uh, yeah, who, and we that's, reveal that's his mom. The old lady drinking. He's like, that's my mother, and we're like, what? <laughs> Is she okay? <laughs> yeah, and then it's like you know he starts off trying to be just like coy and like salt of the earth is like you know it's like i'm from the midwest no you're not no you're not <laughs> and he's just like in iowa you know we had tacos on tuesday taco tuesday and everyone's like ha, 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 ha. and he's just like one particular taco tuesday my dad came home <laughs> drunk not unusual but then he grabbed a phone cord and tried to strangle my mother and then he just like it's like and then he's like so i stabbed him in the thigh with some kitchen shears and then we get the shot of them stabbing the chicken thighs with mini shears and i was just like i don't know that shot for me i was like that was that was clever it was funny i mean it was clever i mean the camera work in this is really good too a lot of like a lot of visual gags happen i like that yeah i'm creative and then i like he just comes out of it and he's like 
So I hope this Taco Tuesday evokes many memories for you. And you're just like, you need to work on your closer. <laughs> like, really good intro, solid yeah. middle, but the outro was just like, okay. Like, you lost me there. And <laughs> everyone gets their tortillas with little... And they're all printed. They're like, they're printed with photo... Ew. <laughs> Evan just burps so loud. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Spookies. You heard that, like, ugh. but um, yeah, they're printed on tortillas. And it's like photos with the tech guy with the finance bros. It's like the illegal like wire transfers that they've done with the married couple. It's like pictures of the husband out to dinner with some woman who's not his wife, right? Um, what else is it like? The Tyler's the is him guy. taking pictures of the taking food. the pictures of the food that which has just happened. So they. 3D printing. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's the future. Um, and then we get um, like the, the actor guy. His is like this movie, Dr. Sunday, Dr. Sunshine. Yeah. Calling doc, paging Dr. Sunshine. Um, I think that's everything. Oh, no, yeah. the food critic. It's like all of her articles of like other, of, like how she like eviscerated restaurants. You know, yeah. Restaurants and stuff and that ended up closing. Right. So now, every, you know, we've gone from the no bread tension. We've now heightened the tension. Now it's like, okay, this guy. Now we're knows- stalking you. Yeah. You're stalking me. You know way too much about me. Again, I'm saying like, what's on Margot's tortilla? But we don't. I was like, but Margot's not supposed to be there. So I was like, oh, okay. Right. I don't know. I thought like maybe they would. I mean, they got Tyler's picture like in two seconds. I'm like, maybe there's something about her. Right. But um, so now everyone's freaking out, especially the finance bros. They're like, this is not okay. Like, this is shit that can get us in jail. Like, this is. Everyone's freaking out. Not except interesting. Like Tyler was freaked out over his uh like picture. He's like, oh my god, Chef's so mad at me because they were told not to take pictures. So he and he he just really needs Chef to like him. But yes, then he also he needs Chef to love him. But he is also like one of the I, only why did people. I think that sorry, go ahead. I was just like, he's also one of the only people eating the chicken. Like, oh my god, this is so good. Everyone else is having a fucking <laughs> breakdown. And he's like, this is amazing. Yeah, he's still in it, and I'm like. You need to. Is he your dad? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like that was, is this a reveal? Like, oh, it's like his secrets. I don't know. Like, I'm still, as well as the movie, I'm still trying to fucking figure out what the hell is going on. I'm like, why is he so weird? Like, that has to be his dad. Like, you have daddy issues? Like, I don't know. Like, he, like I don't know. I was going to say he wants to suck chef's dick, but he probably not, not daddy issues. That's a different type of daddy issue. Anyway. Um, so, um, yeah. So everyone's like freaking out. And this is what I think this is when we get. When we get to the next course is when the, the sous chef comes out, right? Oh, and yeah. What is it? The mess? The mess. Uh, what's the sous chef's name? Is it an M name? I don't remember, but it's probably not important. But <laughs> the sous chef comes out, and it's called The Mess. And this is the next course. And they have, like, a, a tarp put down, and there's, like, branches of some sort of herb put around it. And he comes up, and he's very, like, well, everyone in this movie is weird. All just super all the, serious. The like, service workers are fucking serious and creepy. At this point, too, you notice this is happening slowly because there's always just like one person at the entryway. But you notice there's more people starting to go service workers like at the entryway. So it's like, okay, like no one's cutting out of this fucking room at this point. Because um, at one point, Margot had managed to get out to go smoke a cigarette and yeah. was caught by Chef, and that's why he starts interrogating her. But so then the mess. I mean, the sous chef comes out. And basically, he sets it up that, like, the sous chef always wanted this life. He always wanted to be just like chef, but the reality is that he's never going to be like him. He's actually pathetic. But also, sous chef realizes he doesn't actually want chef's life either. 
he and it's just like this scene you know because it starts off you're like you, you think it's that like protege kind of relationship where he's like he's su- <laughs> he's very talented he his entrance like letter to this culinary school is that he wanted to work for me someday it's like, but he is never going to be as ta- and like you said he just starts eviscerating him and then he kind of you know he's still stone-faced but then he, his eyes start watering up and he and then he just turns to him he's like do you want my life he's like do you want your- <laughs> my life not my talent my life and he's like and you know it's the whole thing of like yes chef everyone's always responding he's like no chef and he's like do you want your life and he's like no chef and you're just like oh god <laughs> Yeah. What's going to happen? Gut out and shoots himself in the head. And, and the it, crowd goes wild. And it was so <laughs> quick. It was nice because like the sh- he was obviously on that tarp for the presentation. And then but then like the gun just comes out. He shoots himself. But then like they pull like blast shields over the kitchen. And it's yes. like super quick. Like they close the door, gunshot, open it back up. And everyone's like and then like. Some like some people aren't phased because they're like it's theater. It's yeah, the theater. food critic. Yeah. is like this is like theater. This is his thing. This is his thing. She's very in much in denial. Other people are screaming. Like uh, the the finance bros are definitely losing their shit. Yeah, the assistant is like losing her fucking mind. Everyone's freaking. Tyler is not phased. Tyler's like oh yeah. because they brought out a course. They brought out an yeah. actual food course with it. And they and keep and, and he's just eating. And I was like, this is so. And it does. the And this is when like this gag gets even fun, funny. <laughs> but like because they show the course of what it is. And it's like, you know, like seared this blah, blah, blah. Like hints of this blah, blah, blah. And then it says rip and it puts the shoes like sous chef's name. And you're oh, yeah, just R. like P. Jeremy. Yeah. R.P. Jeremy. And you're just like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Like he actually, because I'm also I'm like the food critic. I'm like this isn't real. Like this is like they're they're fucking with these people. And at this point, it's like you're still kind of not believable. I was like, no, I think he actually did die. Yeah, oh my God. So now people are dying. It's when they and, rolled him up in the tarp with the herbs. Yeah, that I'm like, like oh, oh he's no, he's dead. dead. Yeah, I thought he's gonna like eventually. He's gonna like just get. Or I thought they were gonna leave him there, and then eventually, and he's like, get up. And he's like, oh, it was all a just like saw. Bruise. He just really slowed his yeah. breathing. Mm-hmm. Like just like I've been practicing at this for years. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah. So he gets rolled up, and now it's like okay. It's very clear that like people are dying, and I think that this is also the time, um, when he. I think it's when he gives the speech about why they're there. Yes. I think maybe a little later because doesn't the doesn't the wait no the so husband so, tries to leave right? Yes. Yes, because the husband's like, I'm getting out of here. He tries to leave, um, and he's like, he's like, I'll handle this or something. And then that's when the maitre d is like, Oh, you'll handle it with which hand? And he won't answer. And he's like, Oh, okay, left hand. And they just chop his fucking finger off. Yeah, his ring finger off. And then they the just ring think- falls, and she's like, Here's your husband's ring. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they're just, it's like, Okay, they're not fucking around. <laughs> yeah, I think that. I think at that's this point, when everyone yeah. realizes, like, No, 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 no. Even the food career is like. No, this is actually real. Like he's there's this man lost his finger. There's blood everywhere. He's like catatonic. It's like fucking. And I think this is when it's revealed that like yes, um, he comes he comes out and basically this is what we 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 get. This is the premise, the the theme, what what we're doing here. And he declares that um, each of these guests were selected because they have 
contributed to him losing his love of the the craft and specifically they they're takers there's 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 people who give and there's people who take and the service workers are people who give and they're people who just who just take and he kind of goes around and you know the, the wealthy couple he's like you've been here 11 times name one of the dishes i've made you and they cannot name a single one i love the line where the wife is like it was cod cod and he's like it wasn't cod you donkey it was halibut so yeah nice shout out to gordon ramsay calling her your donkey <laughs> like you're not you're not american i'm sorry he um <laughs> like donkey just feels not american yeah it um, was this is just i mean i know you worked in a, a pizza place for two weeks um <laughs> But I, <laughs> I also, I also was a hostess at IHOP for like a summer. Okay, but like, I so like, did you like, did this hit? I was like, I don't think I would ever murder a group of patrons, but I have viscerally hated, like, oh, I my hated time. the yeah, patrons, yeah. but um, I also, it also was casual dining, uh, so I was, in, I was interacting with the average person. I think there's something very different about working service for very wealthy people. I think that's, you know, it's why this isn't happening at a McDonald's. It's happening at a place like Hawthorne. Like, it's yeah. just these incredibly entitled people who, I mean, the, the, I mean, that's kind of crazy. You come to this place and he states, like, I made this so expensive so people who really appreciate it will come. And you come here 11 times. People could, most people can only come one time. You came 11 times and you don't even appreciate what is happening here. You're just coming to eat and you leave. You don't remember anything or like the you know who else do you call out i the get food critic of course and just kind of like you you know people put their their heart and soul into this work and you just come to just shit on it basically and they lose their jobs their restaurants shut and you know so i get i get what we're doing here i think what is missing though and they kind of touch on it at the end but it's also like but Surely you're really wealthy yourself. I get and your agree. staff work staff all live in one big room together, and you live in your own special cabin. And people are spending twelve thousand dollars to come here. Like the kind of chef that this man is, this kind of celebrity, this kind of like Wolfgang Puck, is wildly rich. So like you're also you know you're benefiting from this too. Like you know, I wholly agree with everything. You just took the wind out of my sails of hating service jobs. That's all that was. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I was, I, I brought this up to, I'm like, I get it. I get it, oh, chef. No, I hate, <laughs> I, I hate, like, oh, I hate, I hated working service, but like, not enough to kill those. If anything, I actually hated the other service workers more than the patrons. I, but I think I just worked with assholes usually. Yeah, I just, I think it just really hit on the like, I was like, as a service worker, you're like, I do hate the takers. I truly do. Um, you're all just so ridiculous. And I feel at IHOP, they're more hangry than pretentious, but I still hate dealing with it. Oh, um, yeah. I think um, – I definitely am not denying that. I think it's a different experience. But, yeah, no, the patrons were pretty shitty. Like, they, I definitely had experiences of, like um, – I was lucky that I was a host. Well, no, I wasn't lucky because <laughs> typically I was lucky as a hostess because I didn't have to serve anybody really. I just – I got you your table. I took you to your table and then I would do some help with like some table setting or whatever. But Sunday morning at an IHOP is I can only imagine. A nightmare. Yeah. Is a nightmare because at the IHOP I worked at, well, all of them have that weird atrium in the front, which is summertime. So there's a greenhouse effect. So I was hot and I'm wearing polyester. So I'm just hot and sweaty up there all the time. And people were just like, 
so frustrated with like wait times even though like you can look at the restaurant like do you see tables open like why are you so unreasonable my attitude when I go to a restaurant and there's too long a wait I just go someplace else and where I worked there was a tons of restaurants. there's a Denny's I'm like go to the fucking Denny's you're so pressed for your goddamn pancakes but they would be like so pressed to get into the IHOP it was like I felt like I was working the door at a nightclub mm. <laughs> And it was like just like people like staring in my face, like, can I go? There's a table open. Can I come in? I'm like, oh my God, people are leaving. Can I come in? Like, can you? This just like struck me as, you know, when like we've all seen videos and shit when people in, well, any service job, but they're like, I've had enough. I quit. This movie is that times like a million. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But also, Imagine being the one the one per, service worker at this restaurant and it's like, but I hate my job too, but I also just hate working here. I'm not dying for this shit though. I almost would have liked if it was, what if it was a point of view of like, what if she had had, had alliance with another one of the service workers? Margo? Like, I don't like being, I don't like being here. Yeah, I don't like being here either. I think I would have worked as a better commentary on Chef as well. It's just like, but you're also like this because it's a cult, culty <laughs> tyrant who's making your your workers die for your craft, for your vision. They're like, dying. Oh, sorry, spoiler. <laughs> um, it's made, but it's made abundantly clear. No one. But he does. He not, does not just not just the the patrons, but everyone. We're not. No one's getting out of here. He does. Yeah, he does reveal that. Like mm-hmm. around the same time, you're just like you all. And he even kind of like he hits it full on a little later, but he was like, "It's like if you were really listening, many of you knew you'd be dying tonight." Mm-hmm. And then so, yeah. um, I think this is also when he also gives Margot an option because he's like, "I can smell that you're not one of us." And I think I think this is clever too because there's a lot about Margot. I think there's like class markers of her. I think in the way she's dressed, she has a very like pretty silk dress, and she's wearing like these black boots, which I feel like uh, a more wealthy or fine one probably would not wear that. Like that, So a thing like this, she would probably would dress up a bit more. She does this thing with her jacket where she sits down, she puts her jacket like behind her, like she's sitting on it and the maid grabs it to put it away. And I'm like, yeah, like I, yeah, I caught that. I was like, oh yeah, like that's a kind of, at a place like this, you, you would have, they would have taken your coat and you just kind of put it wherever on your jacket. And I think there's also something to be said about smoking too. I think that like smoking, I mean, it has always was very popular in the United States. But I think now a lot of times smoking is used as a class marker of like this person is yeah. lower class because they are smoking, you know, because now everybody who's wealthy is into like wellness and fitness and you would never dare smoke unless you're Gwyneth Paltrow and you reason that if you just have one cigarette a month that it's fine because you eat organic. Anyway, um, <laughs> I hate goop. <laughs> okay. Gwyneth Paltrow gets my fucking nerves. Anyway, so he gives her the option like, I can smell you're one of us, but you have a choice. You can be on art. You can be like, you can die like one of us or you die like them. And she doesn't really give an answer, but I think because she hesitates, he eventually decides like you're one of them. Like you're one of these. Well, he gives her a timer because he was like, he was like, I'll take a break between courses in 15 minutes. And then Mm -hmm. you have to decide. And that's when, um, is this the point when they are like, they take them outside? Mm Mm-hmm. And this was when, when it this was a dangerous game. Yeah, because it, mm-hmm. it was. It was like, what was it? The course was like folly of man. And then, yes, because he lets one of the um uh another sous one chef. of the workers comes like a sous chef, and he like 
basically it was revealed that he had asked her to for sex several times. She said no. And then as she was not punished, she was not fired, but he just ignored her like for the longest time. So like to, I guess to get her redemption, she stabs him in the leg and it's the folly of man. And then he let the men go. Yeah. Some of who dip out real fast. Like, Finance, like, bro. Just, Finance, bro. I'm gone. Like, yeah, I'm like, get out of here. The men can try to escape. I also like the the husband. From the, the one old who couple. runs is Art, Arturo. Somebody. He's a he's a comedian, and he before he even finishes the sentence, he like runs. I like the old man in the couple because he's like hobbling off, holding his like bleeding ring finger, and he just he's like, "I'll call for help." And I was like, "You're not leaving." <laughs> like I was like, "That's that's confidence." I'm like, you need a blood transfusion. Like, you are lightheaded. Like, you're pale. You're not doing good, bud. Um, So they all run. I think this is when all the ladies go back in, and they're like, at this point, I think a lot of them are just, like, just kind of accepting, like, we're going to die. So, like, they're smoking cigarettes inside. They, like, fuck. And they're talking to the sous chef who's just, like, they're trying to, like, coax her to, like, oh, my God, like, you got, you can't let us do this. She's like, oh, no, I came up with a death thing, actually. Yeah, because she starts weeping, <laughs> like, because they serve them a course. Like, the Folly of Man is also another course. And then, so... Uh, the the critic was like, hey, like this is fun- like you could have your own restaurant. And she's like, there was a time when that would mean a lot to me. And then she breaks down. And that's when she's like, you know, I could help you with that if we work on the dying thing. <laughs> like literally what she says. And that's when she's like, oh, the dying, everyone dying was actually my idea. And they're like, and that's, she's like, anyone else want some more wine? They're like, yeah. <laughs> like, we're fucked. <laughs> and then it's all just like clips of the guys getting caught. And then there's just like, Oh, the food critic's editor is just hiding in a chicken coop. And then by the window, a hand comes in with a dish. It's like, as a reward for the last man being caught, enjoy this, like, this clever take on. And you're just like, what the fuck? And we get another interstitial, and it's like, special course. Yeah. (laughs) This movie is so goddamn funny. I love it. Um, So it's revealed, though, I think, after everyone comes back that, I think through the conversation with Julian because um, remember she keeps looking at this couple. They keep looking back at her, the wealthy couple. And we find out that Margot's name is actually Aaron. So he was right on that because he, you know, he's like, you're not, you're not a high class gal. Like, yeah. your name's not Margot. <laughs> your parents have named you Margot. Stop it. Yeah, they called, they named her Aaron. She's from Massachusetts and she is actually an escort and she came with Tyler. We still don't know too much about Tyler yet, but we just know that she's an escort. So she she is because he he clocked her at one point. He was like, "You are a service worker. I can tell that you are you're not one of these people." But she she is a sex worker. Um, I think that's really clever. I love that they didn't just make her like, oh, she actually is like a waitress from another restaurant. I love that they made her a sex worker. I think yeah. it really adds another interesting dimension to the class commentary. Um. So then, uh, we find out she's she's a sex worker and she and was invited by Tyler. Um. But I think this is when we get the reveal about Tyler. Yes. Well, because when, it's when it's no, happened. it's when they're all because Chef talks to her and it's just like and th- like we find that out and it's like how do you yeah we find it separately of of the group of the group, yeah because doesn't like, in, in the group yeah in the because within the group of ladies doesn't the wife <laughs> look at Margot and it's like do you know my husband and she just goes yes and then mm-hmm. um but then. Yeah, and then so, yeah, Chef calls out Tyler, and it is just like you knew. It's like I. It's like you were the you knew. I told you everyone was going to die. I swear you to secrecy, and you brought this woman to die. 
And he's like, well, I know you'd only, you don't accept single reservations. That shit took me. I was like, I did. That was a good I was like, reveal. Tyler, I did not expect oh, that. I was like, you're a piece of shit. Which also piece then explains why he was so calm throughout everything. He wasn't yeah, just, he, he was into the food. I mean, he was so into the food that he wouldn't care that someone was dying. Right, but he also knew. Yeah. But, you know, he being like the, um, the stand-in for like the foodie you know, he gives his little monologue about Tyler. Like, Tyler knows everything about food. He loves, you know, he... And Tyler's... He's loving it because he just wants Chef's approval so bad. So he, like, gives him a, a, a jacket. He's like, yeah. Writes like, his name Tyler, on it. One of them. He's like, oh, my God. And then he's like, okay, now cook. Yeah. Oh, and you he know just... everything. Gives, come cook. And everything, like, that... <laughs> the, the cook. Because he's whispering it in his ear. And the, like, mm-hmm. the K part of that, that, mm-hmm. that hard consonant at the end, it's just like, he's like, cook, cook. And I'm like, oh, no, this is not going to end well for Tyler. And especially with the way that Tyler responds to it. Because, like, oh, I shit, can't. Tyler can't fucking cook. And he's yeah, just Tyler like. Knows everything about food. He's so into it. He's foodie. Ooh, chef, chef, chef. Doesn't fucking know how to cook. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> what inch? Like, what do we need? He was like, uh, uh, like, like leeks. Sca- leeks. Uh, scallions and they're like yeah he's like all right a new dicing technique i've never been aware of okay it's, okay his knife work is awful yeah <laughs> and they're like, just like butter is like what else do you need he's like butter and he's like all right original original we're gonna see something completely new and he's just like and all the chefs are just watching like not just watching huddled around him it's so like i felt nervous for him because i was just like oh my god like everyone's like just watching him and he can't he's very clear he doesn't know what he's doing he asked for a lamb child like don't ask for lamb like <laughs> Go for chicken, honey. Like, go something. Go do something a little easier than lamb. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, he's just do, putting shit in the pan. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's just mixing it. He's trying to. He's doing the little the little thing he's seen with the chef where you, where you shake the pan. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I'm like, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like, I like what is it? Such a poser. You know. And then of course, chef and he's like, I think it's done. And chef tries and he's like, it's actually quite bad. And then it does the pan of like like Tyler's course and it's like Tyler's piece of shit it's like undercooked fucking lamb it was like <laughs> bullshit butter sauce <laughs> wait it was called Tyler's bullshit that's it <laughs> and he then he whispers something in Tyler's yeah ear that and no one hears just and Tyler just kind of shakily takes his jacket off and just like walks please. away and we don't like where did Tyler go he just goes to the back somewhere. And that's when the timer goes off and Margot, and it's like, chef will see you in his office now. And mm-hmm. they walk by and they see that Tyler hanged himself. Has hanged himself. Yeah. I'm like, shit, what did he, uh, it's so good though. I mean, you know, I love, I love the secrecy. Like, don't tell me what it is. Yeah. But I like to think what you, what did he <laughs> say to drive this guy to suicide? Like, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. <laughs> I, and so he, you almost think it wouldn't be that much too because he revered him so much yeah i mean he, he needed chef's approval yeah. chef didn't give his approval so it's like he's like you can die now by by your hands and that's the best dish you'll ever make or you can <laughs> die with me and you'll still be a piece of shit and he's like oh no i'm gonna go <laughs> i gotta go yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so he he calls him into his office and he's like, okay, you're one of us. Like, you're going to be one on our side. But he's like, I want you to go. Um, like, oh, Elsa. He shits on Elsa. Elsa's been so faithful. He's like, you, you're just fucking loser. You didn't plan. We need a barrel from the smokehouse for our dessert course. Yeah. She fucked up. So he's like, he's like, you go and you, you go, you go retreat it. 
So she goes out, but she sneaks into the cabin, obviously, because might as well at this point. So, but when she gets in there, she and Elsa get into a fight, and Margot kills her by stabbing her in the neck. I was sad to see Elsa go. I liked her. Yeah. I like her flair. I know. And her outfit. Um, so she, she she goes into his office and she starts to kind of get a better sense of Chef's life because he has like newspaper clippings, like, like things about his restaurant. And eventually she sees a photo of him, young. Employee a, a of the cook. month. Employee of the month, line cook, making a burger. Just smiling, happy, happy to, just happy to be there. Yeah. Um, so she, but she also finds a radio and she's like, oh, fucking sick. And she calls the Coast Guard. And she's like, oh, work, work. We're going right. to And I also was like, oh, work, yeah. I know. Yeah, that Coast Guard <laughs> comes in. And they're and they're doing the whole thing. They're like, they wrap up the, the older man's arm in like a sling. They like give everyone bandages and try to clean things up. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're like, <laughs> and it's just also just like, you know, like, oh, officer, like we're in the middle of serving. And I was like, that would deter a cop. <laughs> Well, yeah, and he's like, and, and they're like, oh my god, like everyone's like trying to. He 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 tells him too. He's like, if you tell him, he's gonna die too. So you have to decide, like, do you want to tell him and then he dies, or you say nothing and he gets to live, right? So everyone's kind of like trying to keep quiet and just like, but it's very clear something shit's happening because people have like fucking bruises on their people have cuts on their faces, like right. they're not doing well. Chef but has blood on his coat. <laughs> yes, um, he it's like a handprint. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not yeah. even like it's not like oh, chicken. Like it's not po- like chicken blood, yeah. like a sauce. It's like it's a hand. <laughs> but um, so he recognizes the actor. So he's like, oh, can I get you know? And chef's like, oh, do you want to get an autograph? So he's like, yeah. So then he gets you know the piece of paper and the sh- uh, the actor writes something down and he takes it. as he's walking away. He opens it and sees it says, help me. So it's like okay. He turns around. He's like, he gets his gun out and he's like, oh, everyone free. Da, 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 da. And everyone's like, oh shit. Like he's gonna you know the, the 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 patrons are now like yeah like he's the guy like they're pointing at the chef like shoot at him like. Get us out of here. And he takes the gun. Earlier, Chef had come and bragged about how he had asbestos hands and he could, like, hold any, touch anything hot. He had put a candle out with his hand. He comes over, pulls a trigger, and it just lights the candle. Yeah. And he's a fucking... He's a chef. He takes his jacket off. He's like, he's in on it, too. And I was so fucking mad. I know. I, mean, I, was... I don't want to root for these pieces of shit, but I'm like, I don't think they deserve... They're, they're awful, but they don't deserve to die. Damn. Like, <laughs> these guys suck. But, like... Sheesh. Also, we skipped the part where he killed the angel investor in front of Oh, him. yeah, yeah. Because he was like, I'm free now. Because that was, mm-hmm. and that was really when the bros are like, we're fucked. <laughs> There's nothing. Yeah, because he like fully just like dunks him in the water and drowns him. So um, everyone's freaking out now. Now it's like, you know, it's almost dessert. So. Oh, yeah. What are we going to do? And this is when Margot. Fucking. Nails it. She gets that light bulb moment. Should I say it or do you? No, please do. Oh, I can do it. Um, So she sets up and she tells Julian, she's like, your food sucks, man. Like this shit's it's pretentious. You think you're a genius. You're not that good. And I'm still hungry. Yeah. She was like, I want to send it back. Like, yeah. She had mentioned that he had mentioned like, oh, he had purpose, like perfectly calculated the right amount of food for each person. And Tyler had said, oh, yeah, you can't send anything back. She's like, I want to send it back. I don't want it. So he's like, so what do you want to eat? And she's like, I want a cheeseburger. So I don't know bullshit, pretentious. I want a cheeseburger with cheese. I want with some crinkle cut American fries. cheese. And he's like. I got American cheese. He's like, it's the best cheese because it's not split, which is true. 
people shit on American cheese, but it is the best cheese for a burger. He was, and he's like, I'm gonna make you. He's like, I'm gonna make you the kind of greasy cheeseburger your parents couldn't afford. And I was like. <laughs> Okay, geez. <laughs> I thought we were like I thought this was a class commentary on the rich people. Like, damn, I'm poor. Stop. You're punching <laughs> down. Um, so he goes and he makes his burger, which I learned um the chef I don't know the name of the chef, but the chef they worked on in this movie, um, Ray Fine that actually asked, like, learn to make this burger. So he actually made Aww. the burger. And the burger looked good. It did. It, good. it had like, all the cheese is drippy. It had the onions in it. It needed mm. a pickle. I needed a pickle. In no, there. I, a little pickle. They actually need to get rid of the onions. <laughs> I'm not an onion. Oh, you don't like door. onions? No. I love onions. I like. I don't like raw onions, but if you got like a nice little like caramelized onion, you put. On but if you were, like had Beach. cooked onion, like if they made that burger, like but then made mine on the same like griddle that the onions was on, like that flavoring is nice. But I just don't want to eat onion. Weird. I'm a weird boy. True. But it was a juicy was ass juicy. burger. He makes it and he takes it over to her and she takes a bite. And she's yeah, she's like, it's pretty good. And he's, but it's, I'm, it's too much food. Can I have it to go? And he wraps it up and he's just like, thank you for dining at Hawthorne. And lets her go. Let's her go. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> but you also see like while he's cooking too, he's genuinely like enjoying it. Like he's probably, he probably hadn't cooked a burger in like, 30 years mm-hmm. and I love I think I love this too because I think back to also criticizing Julian and this kind of like um where he stands and kind of the class dynamics aside from just like your bent you're 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 also marketing to these people so like you're part of it too but beyond that it's also you know I think a great commentary on just like how much like commodity and capitalism can like destroy art you know, you need to make this amazing, pretentious meal that costs so much and it takes your soul away when really all you want to do is just make a little burger. And that's right. really where the love is. It's like a simple food for every, for anyone that anyone can eat. It's nine ninety five. She gets a 10 and she like leaves. So she goes. And so then he's And she like, gets right. on the boat too. Like, she, you know, she, she doesn't just like leave. Like she gets on the boat that the Coast Guard kind of came through. It kind of, mm-hmm. I, I kind of feel like. Because obviously he had, like, planned for that to happen. Like, he told Margot to go. Obviously, she was going to snoop around. I think he just wanted her to have a chance to leave. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was kind of like the, if you are clever enough to figure out a way to leave, I will let you leave. I will, like, leave you the breadcrumbs so you are able to. Because, mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's, well, that's also what he says to the patrons. He's like, none of you really even tried to leave. That's the thing. It's like. I'm like, you guys all have chairs. If y'all don't rush these motherfuckers with your chairs or beating yeah. heads in, like, yeah, there's more of them, but, like, you could have had no a, one tried. a chance. No one tried. They just kind of were complacent in this thing and just, like, didn't even try, which kind of just adds to his feeling of, like, you deserve to die. Oh, at one point, the assistant has one last-ditch effort. She's like, can I go, too? She's crying. He's like, where'd you go to college? She's like, Brown. He's like, student loans, your parents pay. She's like, new student loans. He's like, you're dying. And like, yeah, so I know. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so good. It's so fucking funny. Um, I, I would dare let her go, though. Like, <laughs> come on. She, like, she's an assistant. Like, I, I it that was fucking amazing, and then At I also least, like like adding she how com- this asshole like <laughs> adding how complacent you. they are because the last dessert he was like this is a take on s'mores and he's dressing them up in like little s'mores collar like marshmallow collars <laughs> marshmallow. and like ha- chocolate hats <laughs> and, and they're just taking and they're just well, that, and they're just sitting they put their card cards down to pay yeah he was like, pay, like settling the up. bill and everyone's just like. Oh. 
they were like in, it was just like beautiful like everyone had just wholly given up yeah they just all fucking because they, they literally you, threw in the towel threw in the credit card because like at the end because you know like chef lights the middle of the graham cracker display which is him and then like you and know. that graham cracker display was like very um it was like Grant the, Atkins has yeah, the a painting dish like just on, like that. The painting on yeah. I showed my friend when we watched this after this, we watched the Chef's Table episode of Olenia, and she was just like, Oh my god, that's how that I was like, Yeah, that's exactly what that was trying to Literally, do. Because there's I don't know which I think it's also dessert that yeah. is like that sort of thing. So they're all it's the graham crackers and they're all, you know and he, he kinda comments like on the graham cracker. He's like, They're actually disgusting. <laughs> He's like, This is kind of like is a reflection of this whole thing. It's just like thing we all decide it's like nostalgic and lovely but like really isn't um <laughs> so then um he gets in the middle and they and he lights himself on fire and the fire spreads because they had thrown like um i guess like lighter fluid or whatever and uh margo wa- margo aaron watches from the boat with her cheeseburger eating her cheeseburger as the whole place explodes and goes up done done good movie but I should I'd, not have drive that boat. I would have been stuck. I would have been on that. You could have figured out how to turn know. it on and just go, and then, like, but prayed you knew where you were, so you just didn't like run right. out of gas like, in the middle of wherever the fuck they were. Wherever the fuck. Well, you know, if you're, you know, if 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 you're lucky, they have a flare gun in there, so right. you probably could, you know, get a, Dude, a speak, signal out to somebody. Speaking of flare, how would this movie have more flavor if it were a black movie? Um, I'll start. There would be more than one black guy <laughs> invited to that island. Yeah, there wasn't a single black person. No, the, one of the bros was. One of the finance bros was. He, oh, yeah. He, he was the, You're right. He was the, I gl- forgot. He was the gluten intolerant guy. Right. Yeah. He didn't say much. I feel like he. the other yeah. two had more lines. I, did, I definitely forgot him. Yeah. More more than one. Um, I definitely think that... Um, I wonder is, if the class thing would hit as hard if they tried to do like the same beats. No, yeah. I think like if the patrons are mostly black, it just it's it's not to say that like obviously black people are not di- divorced from like capitalism and also <clears throat> benefiting in it from some ways, but I think it's just so different that it's like I don't know. I think it, I don't think we're the problem necessarily, but like we can be part of the problem, but I don't think we are the problem. That's yeah. my opinion. Um, yeah. Um, it was a black movie. This one's tricky. Um, it's well because it's, even because even like you could argue some of like oh well what about the workers were more people of color realistically at in haute cuisine restaurants the back of the house isn't necessarily that diverse either because no. these are not these are not this isn't these like are like a trained these like are trained yeah. like they went to school to do this so these aren't tra- you know your regular and not at IHOP where like it is kind of like you know more and not of like a, your local like, tech college training like they went to the fucking Harvard's of school. cooking yeah. <laughs> you know so look the culinary institutes yeah I know someone went to the culinary institute and it wasn't cheap and it was hard work so. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's tough. Um, I think what would be interesting. So, kind of taking it out of if it's a black movie, I think um, if we're tying in race and ethnicity, well, there is the fact that like, what do we consider haute cuisine? Right? Usually, it's French right. or it's Italian or it's like this new American, which is kind of like what he was doing. Did you see that one um, chef's table? I think this might touch on what you're getting at. It was a Hispanic 
chef, but his thing was like, he was like, you know, Mexican food is comfort food. Like, like a lot of like non French, like the traditional, like uh, whole cuisine shit. It's like, you know, it's to feel good and just eat and fill you up and like family shit, which is not necessarily viewed as highbrow, but he's like, there's no reason. Like I can't make a taco that is a highbrow taco. And exactly. I feel like that's kind of what you were getting at. It's like, Mm -hmm. it would just, I wonder if the restaurateur was not a white guy who does this new American haute cuisine, but what if it was like, uh, because they had uh, they had several um, people of color on chefs. So there's the Mexican. There's an Indian chef too. who was like who yeah. had the same issues. Like yeah, it's seen as street food. It's not seen as like this. Also can be highbrow elevated food. So like what if the 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 food and the chef was like doing some sort of fusion or something? I think that would add an interesting dimension to kind of like how. Um, you know, the appropriation of different cultures in cuisine, how sometimes it's it's seen as less than when I think, you know, I like French food, but the best food I've had is, was not French food. You know? Yeah. Like, so, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. But, yeah, I think, I think that's the only way you can really factor in race in this that would make, I think, an interesting kind of... It'd be, it'd be if there were more... Cause, I mean, this movie had a more diverse kitchen staff like you said than more than most of these restaurants they're making fun of would so uh it would be a black movie if it was exactly the same but then the kitchen workers of color were like yo we're not gonna die (laughs) and they like right they like let the plan go up to like murder most people and then they're like hey we're gonna turn this guy in (laughs) yeah and then we're gonna my sis my sis with the micro braids high bun yeah (laughs) Is doing this shit. She's like, I ain't about to die for this man. Like, I did not get paid enough to be dying for no Julian. Like, bitch, yeah. like, I'm not doing that. Like, you had me sleeping in a cot for two years. Like, I'm right. not dying I'm for not you. Do, like, you know, I just was doing this shit because I'm hoping to one day open my own restaurant. Um, this is a stepping stone. And now you talk about, I got to die with these white people. Like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> you can die. Y'all can die. Um, also, shockingly, a lot of women in the back of the house, in the kitchen, too which it's usually just a bunch of men. Um, but anyway, that, I love this. This yeah, was a fun This was watch. a good call. Um, Who yeah, suggested I mean, I this? Probably someone it. amazing, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know we spoiled the whole thing. It's a whole podcast, but like, still watch it. I think it's Oh, dope. I almost want to watch it again today. And I watched it I yesterday. I give it a rewatch. Probably not today, but like, I definitely plan on watching it I need again. to force Alana to watch it, and I need to capitalize on it while it's fresh. She seems like- no. Tell her, like, she needs to do it. She will be remiss if she does not. And to the people that listen to this, because I have been told by some people whom I love, they're like, we don't watch horror movies because we're lame. But we like listening to you talk about them. Watch this one. It's a thriller more than a horror, I'd say. And you see... It's not super gory. Like, even when they cut off the finger, it happens. You see, like, a quick flash of finger roll on, like, the table. And then that's it. You don't see anything. You don't see much. It's not super gory. It's really just more of a tense kind of like. It's just tense. Yeah. If you can handle the Da Vinci Code, you can handle the menu. Yeah. Don't know why I arbitrarily picked that movie, but I stand yeah. by it. I was trying to be like, is, was Ray Fiennes in that? No. No, there's no connection. Uh, but he thread. was not. There's no connection. That's no. okay. That's fine. But yes, um, super excited to be back. Um, we... We're back, we're black, get used to it. Boom, love that. 
Um, any any last words, Andrew? Treat your regular everyday service working chefs or just service workers with the reverence you would treat a Julian Slowick. I yes, I agree. Because if not, they will kill you. <laughs> they will. They, you'll be invited. You're gonna get a random invite to Alinea, and you're like, "Oh, don't do you, it." You're gonna be. A, you're gonna be a s'more. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you want s'more? Get the get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, spooky squad. Bye, spooky squad. Bye.